Howdy, friends and fiends. You're listening to The Dungeon Boys, a group of seven rowdy friends creating a story together, Dungeons and Dragons style. This is episode 11 of our first campaign, Stardust Echoes. Stardust Echoes is a homebrew campaign with a mix of science fiction and high fantasy, following the 5th edition guide from our friends over at Wizards of the Coast. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only, because as you all know, we say fuck a lot. We do have some extremely exciting news to announce on our show today. We have the absolute pleasure and joy of announcing our first guest star to ever hit the Stardust Echoes universe in the coming episodes. We are delighted to welcome Tanner Azanero from Foes and Fables. Foes and Fables is an actual play D&D podcast that they just wrapped up their first campaign, Evergreen. Evergreen holds a super close place to the boys' hearts because it's set in the real world of Spokane, Washington. And as some of you know through social media, six of the seven dungeon boys reside in the Pacific Northwest themselves. This campaign is absolutely breathtaking. It follows four high schoolers who are discovering the hidden world of magic. It's super rad because they offer atypical campaign settings just like us, and best part of all, weekly releases, making this show great to hop in and and binge. Definitely take the time to check out Foes and Fables on Spotify, or just wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll be placing their link in the episode description below. And we are beyond excited to welcome Tanner to the world of Stardust Echoes. But enough about that. We just gave you more material to sink your teeth into in this amazing D&D community. Now, on to introducing the boys. Boys, we have a phenomenal question from one of our patrons today for you to answer. Thank you, Sydney, for sending this in. The question is, what is a hidden talent of your character? Hi guys, my name's Ellie. I play the Cobalt Artificer Pants on Stardust Echoes. Um, An interesting talent that Pants may have, (laughs) we'll see, is he pickpockets. And if you want to learn more about his adventures in pickpocketing, uh, join our Patreon. You'll get the backstory to that. Hey, I just pickpocketed, and this is crazy. <laughs> I'll take your wallet. <laughs> hey guys, this is Grant. I play Kastal Tarash, your Golden Dragonborn Barbarian. And a fun and unusual thing that Tarash can do is that he can blow uh, shapes out of sm- his smoke from his breath weapon you know you can tell him to do a circle a square and in some instances if you give him enough alcohol he may be able to blow shapes out of fire so that's a fun thing noted <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone i'm dylan i play temple the warforged monk uh one of his special uh, unique talents is he's really good at break dancing fuck yeah like really good at break dancing what Fuck yeah. He can fold himself in half. He's so good. Get it, homie. He is really good at breaking. Yeah, he can like turn all the way at the waist, like turn all the way around his torso. So yeah, oh, he goes. Shit. Go temple. Go temple. <laughs> Go temple. What? What? What's up, everyone? I'm Lindsay, <laughs> and I play Six the Tabaxi Rogue, and 
Uh, an unusual fact about her is that she's a beatboxer. No, I'm just kidding. She. Oh, I was just like, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Temple. No, she can disassemble and rebuild a gun in less than 60 seconds. There you go. Ooh, that's cool. yeah. killer. Literally. Hi, my name is Arland. I am playing Valen, the winged tiefling warlock. And the... <laughs> A uh, fun fact about Valen is he can actually dislocate both his thumbs at any point in time and re- and put it back in easily without any problems at all. Hey, yo. Yummy. Sweet. Why do I feel like that unusual talent was created so if I put you in cuffs, you can get out of them? <laughs> 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 That's so gross. I'm very upset because that was literally what I was going to say for Grayson, and now I have to come up Nuh-uh. with a new one on the spot. 100%. Yep. Aw. We could have a moment, Grayson. Twinsies. <laughs> yeah. We can play, I'll put them both in cuffs and they'll be like, oh, hey, I can do that too. <laughs> you too? Can you do that? Do a high five with your thumbs down. <laughs> 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 so gross. Hi, everyone. I'm Anthony. I play Grayson Cato in the Dungeon Boys campaign, Stardust Echoes, and a unusual talent Grayson has is that he can count to a thousand places of the number pi. Good for Very him. Smart. I like that. What a smart guy. Well what done. A smart boy. And dislocate his thumbs to get out of cuffs. <laughs> 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 and he can do it better than Valen can. <laughs> it's a do- dislocation off. And now, the Dungeon Boys proudly present Episode 11 of Stardust Echoes. Last episode, the team decided to enter the giant military ship off the coast that they had found crashed, whilst exploring the wet and sunken inner caverns of this broken ship. They found a creature unlike anything they'd seen before. This giant blob of ship parts and pieces of hull had slowly been consuming the original crew and was now looking for more. However, while working together, they were able to quickly defeat it. Torash used his breath weapon to get rid of the remnants of the creature at Temple's request, but did not realize this creature had been made of an oily inside. The room went up in flames, and as the team slowly started to suffocate, Valen showed them his secret. He used his helm of teleportation to whisk the team away to the other side of the door. The doors instantly opened where they found the demon Tarith slowly clapping. After some banter and the demon Tarith letting Grayson know that he was only a call away if he touched the tattoo and said his name, the team scavenged what they could off the ship. They found a very much needed Odin crystal and a new ship mind as well. Once they made it safely back to the shore, the party split. Grayson, Torash, and Valen left to leave and explore the cave system where the tracker was supposed to be. While Pants, Temple, and Six 
stayed on the shore of the beach with Inferna Jones and Fidget for a much-needed mushroom trip? And for Pants to tinker with Temple to maybe find an upgrade that would make him be able to breach the ocean waters easier. So we will go ahead and start with Valen, Grayson, and Torash. So you all leave. Grayson and Six just had this conversation where Grayson basically said, if I don't come out and Valen does, kill Valen. Six agreed and then slapped him on the ass, which he felt uncomfortable about. And then they uh, they started walking, you know, towards this cave system. He liked it. You have ex- you see extremely clear waters, like this crystal blue teal aqua. And then, like I said, there's these big cave walls. It's almost like a cliffside where this cave is, and there's some water lapping into it. Who's taking a dive first? Um, I'm, uh, I can. I'll follow. There's only one cave. Um, and when Temple had showed his map and pointed, he'd said it's inside the cave systems. So you don't know, like where in the cave but you know that the tracker is inside these caves no so valen uh kind of just right um um let's go and he kind of just jumps in uh grayson jumps in after him and follows you feel the plunge of icy cold seawater as you swim underneath um i would like all three of you to roll perception for me i have it on disadvantage because of my exhaustion oh that was really bad grayson rolled a 10 what who are whoa who are you? That's a first. <laughs> He's discombobulated by the old ass slap. <laughs> He's still thinking about that. <laughs> Listen, Grayson, if you don't want if you don't want your ass to get slapped, don't wear pants oh, like that. Of, okay. Fucking of course. Fucking of course. Oh, no. Jesus. Well, my first roll was a natural twenty, so it would have been oh. twenty two. But because of my one level of exhaustion, I have to roll with disadvantage, and I got literally half that, and I got an eleven. Shit. Fuck. Still higher than Grayson's. It's true. It's okay. Um, Valen rolled an eight. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. You guys suck dick. (laughs) You guys suck dick. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) So, sorry. That was aggressive. My apologies. (laughs) So, as you swim towards this cliff face with an ominous dark sea cave carved deep into its walls, You feel the current of the ocean almost try to pull you away from the cave, which wouldn't make sense if you were looking out in the ocean as these waves rush towards you. Torash, as you feel the sensation, you kind of glance back, and behind you, you see an array of colors under the water, made up of fish and coral. The way the tide is pulling gives you the impression that no ships would ever be able to make it into this cave because of that coral reef and how it's positioned, giving it a natural protection. Okay. Eventually, you swim through the entrance. Your boots and claws hit kind of a slippery, algae-covered cave floor. Water is soaking through your suit up to, you know, about your waist, or for Torash, like your mid-thigh. As you shake off this salty, cold seawater, and your eyes kind of blink and adjust to the darkness of the cave from the brightness of the beach, you notice that almost immediately there's a fork, one going to the left and one going to the right. Well, um, logic usually says, you know, follow one wall around and we can find our way through. It's just the choice of are we doing left or right? Uh, Or we could flip a coin. Depends on what you guys want to do. I go in right here. We could flip one. All right, so I flipped a coin. Heads left, tails right. All right, 
Um, I'm just gonna roll a d4. If it's odd, we'll go left. If it's even, we'll go right. Sounds great. Flip it. Got a one, so we're gonna go left. So it's hedge. Let's go left. What does the coin look like? Yeah, can we get a description on this coin that you magically have in your pocket? <laughs> I pull a uh, a coin out of out of my pocket, and it has kind of like a pentagon kind of kind of shape to it. It's fancy. On the he- on the head side, you see a wing kind of like dragon. So you have the dragon head that goes upwards, and then you have the wing that kind of comes around. And on uh, what would be on the tail side, you see the flag of Notuv, which is my home, which is my planet, my home planet. And it's kind of like the galactic flag and symbol of of Notuv. Neat. Thank you. First of all. We were totally giving you shit, so take a point of inspiration, because you fucking pulled that out of your ass, and it was awesome. I wasn't giving him shit, I really wanted to know what it oh, was. Oh, I was. I was. I was like, yeah, describe this magical fucking coin. And he, like, literally was like, yes, the meaning of this coin. And I was like, amazing. <laughs> I really wanted to know what it looked like. <laughs> Ellie. Ellie. I'm the piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, so take a point of inspiration, Torash. Thank you. So something I would like you all to know is that this this star system bases uh, currency and credits. So everything's very electronic. The fact that you have this coin, it's probably higher worth than just a coin and means something. Not necessarily to you, but like any old world currency is is probably a really cool thing to have. And you can actually add that coin to your inventory if you okay, want. Well. But yeah, so everything's done. Everything's done pretty much with like the credits logic, if that makes sense to you guys. It's a token for space, Dave and Buster. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, you get to go to space, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, this one was Torash's grandpappy. Yeah. So yeah, so you you're in this cave. You feel the shock of the temperature dropping, and also you're wet. Anything in here would be considered difficult terrain because you're wading through water. The walls, like as you stumble and put your hand out, are filled with algae, and it's dark. All, luckily, all three of you have dark vision, so you can see, but it is very dark. With Grayson's passive perception, as he starts to go to the left, as you decided to go left, he notices giant claw marks on all over the cave walls. Hell yeah. I um, point that out I'll say, hey, Torash Fallon. Look at this. And I'll point out the giant claw marks and I'll say, would you like to continue to go left or should we change our objective here? Oh, sorry. They're everywhere. They're in both directions. Oh. How fresh are these claw marks? All three of you roll nature. 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 Grayson roll nature with advantage because you notice them. Torash rolled nature with disadvantage because you're exhausted. Well, I'll roll the four either way. So. Torash rolled a three. <laughs> oh, man. Dang it. Uh, Grayson rolled a 16. There we go. So, Grayson, you can tell that they're both fresh and old, and you can also tell that these belong to a dragon. Oh, cool. It's it's a mix of both fresh and old claw marks, and um, I hate to break it to you guys, but it looks like there might be a dragon somewhere in this cave. Well, shit. Looks like there's two dragons in this cave. <laughs> We should uh, just make sure to proceed with caution, then. Let's just make sure to be as quiet as possible. I don't disagree. By the size of these claw marks, too, Grayson, it's a young dragon. So you guys continue left. Who's Furt going first? Uh, Grayson probably would be. Okay, so we're going to stop there. Remember, you're going first, please. 
and then we're going to switch to the other group. So switching back to the rest of the group, they've kind of plopped on this sandy beach. Uh, there's beautiful rock structures that kind of shoot out of the ocean. Yeah, it's a very beautiful view. It's crystal waters. Um, there's some brush and plants and some gnarled trees here and there. And yeah, all three of you kind of sit down and look at each other and and take it away. Are you ready for your guided meditation? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Huh. Who said anything about that? <laughs> guided? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just assumed where I'm from, whenever people take psychedelics, there's usually a four-hour guided meditation. Okay. Four hours? <laughs> that seems pretty extensive. It is very extensive. <laughs> I mean, sure. Let's go. Did we, ta- did we take our mushrooms yet? No. Okay. Fantastic. Let's get this party started. I've got my space shrooms in my inventory here. I have them as well, but I think, uh, Temple, didn't you want me to give you some upgrades? I I was okay with you giving me upgrades, but I don't know what those upgrades entail. I'm just going to say that upgrade sounds a little like a euphemism. There's no... (laughs) I don't get it. Can you explain? There may be. (laughs) That was a Lindsay comment, not a six comment. (laughs) There is going to be extensive work done on Temple's body. That didn't didn't clear it up, but cool. As long as I'm still lucid to give Six the guidance that she will need. Oh, sure. We can keep you... Mostly lucid. Enough. Then I am fine. Mostly. I do have to turn off some programs, though, so I don't shock myself while we're doing this. I wouldn't want you to shock yourself. Yeah. But pants, you never know. You might do your best work with a little fungal enhancement. Wow. You might come up with some really sweet upgrades. Like, my mind may expand during this process? Oh, my God. Precisely. Okay. We're convincing the 12-year-old kobold to do drugs. <laughs> no, pants. I trust you, pants, six. Pants, pants, pants. I don't know if you should do that, but yeah. But I also, well, you're my new friend. We are friends. And I gotta trust my friends. Temple's like trying to, he's like, I, um. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Temple. Pa- yeah, pants. yes. Um, are you confident in your abilities to perform surgery while on the effects of a psychotropic mushroom? Oh, sure. I mean. Have you done it before? I I can work on, I've worked on things with my eyes closed. You know, they turn out. They turn out. So I think we'll be good. He's a pro. Yeah. Okay. They do. He's an absolute pro. Okay. I, I'm great at my tinkering mechanic abilities. I'm trusting you, Pants. Literal pro got paid for it back home. Yeah, I think I can handle a little. Grew up with dwarves. They're probably drunk all the time. Oh, yeah. I, no stranger to inubriance or however you say that word. In, in almost inebriance. You almost got it. Inebriance. There yeah. you go. Thank I you. don't even know if that's the word. No, nope, probably not. <laughs> Temple, this is one of those moments in life where you're just gonna have to trust the process of someone else. I understand. That that was that was deep and beautiful. Thank you. Oh my God! Did Sixers have a Templeism? Wow. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. Wow. All right. We will begin by sitting in a dignified posture. So as you guys open your baggies, you see blue, green, yellow, and a few red mushrooms that you had picked. Do you remember which ones are the hallucinogens? Blue. Blue. Yeah. 
They are. Blue boys. No, it's definitely the red ones. I might, po- I might have. If you'd said green, I would have let you poison yourself. That's really oh, rude. Oh, Jesus. I'm just kidding. She's not kidding. What a dick goddess. She She's not, not kidding. kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> okay, well, Pants pulls, because his are in a little jar, so he pulls out his little jar and takes the cork off, and he goes, bottoms up, I guess, and he chucks it into his little mouth. Woo! High five! Woo! High All right, Pants, how much did you take? Let's do this! How many did you take? I only had one. A whole one? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a bad question. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what you want to hear from the DM. <laughs> oh, don't worry. This is going to be fun. Okay, you ate the whole thing. A whole fucking mushroom for a tiny little two-foot cobalt. I ate it. I ate it. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I it. Okay. Six, you see pants bottoms up it. What about you? Uh, she's going to take a whole one, too, out of her little leather satchel and gives it a big old <sighs> sniff. Oh, it smells mm. like fungus. Ooh. It really didn't taste that bad. Yeah. That's a pot- potent one. She gives it a little, uh, little lick. <laughs> and then just ha, throws it back. Welcome to Drugland. <laughs> Except this time she kind of, she does like a kitty kitty cat hairball motion like and then finally gets it back wow okay so we are going to start this trip quote unquote with both of you rolling me a d4 and i'll tell you what it's for after you roll it oh boy okay suspense six rolled a two pants rolled a four okay Six, your trip is going to last two hours. Right? No. Pants, your trip's going to last four Fuck hours. That. that sounds appropriate. <laughs> Good thing the med- guided meditation can go for four hours. <laughs> Temple came prepared. Let's just hope Pants doesn't cross any wires on you while he's performing operation. It'll be fine. If, if we, I can even make it over yeah. to... <laughs> just, if I can just even make it over to Temple. Roll, just rolling just over in the sand. Yeah. In the sand. <laughs> Is it the blue wire or the red wire? Six. Have you done drugs before? Yes. Has she done this kind of drug before? No. Pants, you've never done... Have you done... Has Pants done drugs before? No. He probably... He he really has no idea what is going to happen. Sweet. Yeah, so you take it. It tastes, you know, kind of like a raw mushroom. There might be a little bit of a... Like a sugary taste a little bit afterwards. But not like necessarily good sugar, like almost like that sickly sweet molasses kind of a thing. But you take it and yeah, you, you don't feel anything right away. So any like role play you guys want to do or any chats you want to have, you can have. Um, and I'll, I'll let you know when it starts to kick in. <laughs> All right. We will sit in a dignified posture, head, neck and back straight. Pants, I know that you will probably be on your feet moving around, but try to follow along with the breathing exercises if you can. Okay, temple. We are going to be alert and relaxed, allowing our body to become still, fully present to yourself. Excuse me, excuse me, temple. How do you turn your um, your bodily functions capacitor off? You know, you'll still be able to talk and give us this whole thing, but I just need to be able to. Where's your off button? <laughs> Pants, I'll be honest. I haven't the foggiest. I've never seen a schematic of my body, my body, and I have no idea how most of what my body does works, aside from what I've learned through meditation. Okay, well, I'm just going to take off your back panel here. Just be gentle. He takes it off. 
and he's searching. Continue, pan- continue, Temple. I will. I'll just peruse around here. Justine, when you edit this, you're gonna have to like edit in some sweet spa jams, mm-hmm. <laughs> more calypso just... music, some spa mm-hmm. drums, like some some, 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 flute, some, yeah. some little flute. Oh yeah, <laughs> rocking it out. Six. I'm going to ask you to notice your emotions. Ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Am I peaceful? Worried? Frustrated? Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> and paying attention, <laughs> paying attention to your body. Notice how the body feels at this moment. Moment. Not wanting to fix or change anything, allowing whatever you have noticed to move into the background. And now, placing your focus on a, of attention on the direct sensation of the edible you just taken. <laughs> she, she's not even high yet. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me what you feel. Huh. Um. Uh, I feel a little disdain for what we're doing right now. Uh. That will pass. Okay. And then, right then, as he says that will pass, Six, you look down a small greenish-yellow wyvern that runs up to you and looks at you. (laughs) And you hear it perfectly say in Grayson's voice. Is this seriously what you're doing right now? <laughs> and it, it perfectly says it like with Grayson's voice and talks to you. Oh, oh! Just let so, you know, you see six all of a sudden focus at something at her feet. Both of you cannot see this. Again, focusing on the breath. Pants, tell me how you're feeling. I feel no difference. I'm still trying to find that switch. Oh, oh, wait, wait! I think I found it. And he like pushes this little button, kind of underneath um temple's little right scapula plate thing that'll turn off just the you know immediate bodily functions that you don't need right now because we're meditating it's fine and then you hear pants like right over your shoulder and that dwarven voice of your past are you sure that's how you do it and uh, you look behind your pants but there's no one there shut up slagus i know exactly what i'm talking about he pushes the button (laughs) You shut your fucking mouth. Doesn't face pants at all. <laughs> Fuck you. I know what I'm doing, you bitch. Hmm. Who is Slagus? And Temple's arm falls off. <laughs> Six, you see that too. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, and we'll go ahead and stop your guys' trip right there. We're going to switch back to the other group. The boys. So as, yeah, dub boys. Dub boys. The actual dungeon boys. As Grayson, Valen, and Torash take the left side and kind of walk in, or swim, waddle, wa- wa- wade, wade through the water, and get you get to actually a dead end. But who was walking first? Grayson was. Grayson, you slip, and all of a sudden you're actually floating, and you look straight down, and this is almost like a bottomless pit here. I think with your high enough intelligence of who you are, you can tell that this is kind of a system so when the tide goes up the water actually runs into this pit versus flooding the entire cave system but it goes down pretty deep so you guys the two other two just see grayson whoop like kind of like start basically almost go under for a second everybody watch your step over here it kind of drops off to what looks like a bottomless pit i don't think we want to go down that no no i don't it would be very suboptimal yeah holy where the hell did that word come from? <laughs> One word for it. Yeah, good job, Torash. Pr- <laughs> proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> well, this looks like a dead end, so I guess let's just continue in a direction we can go. All right, turn around and go back. Yeah. 
So you guys swim back. Um, it's still really dark, but you all have dark vision, so you kind of see like this dimly lit area due to you. Um, and as you kind of go to the right side, you notice that the cave opens up a bit. And you are going to see about 12 foot high ceilings. You're welcome, Arlen. And a area that's it, it now the water because the water has kind of gone into that other section you were just at the the water only goes up to about your calves now so it's maybe about two feet high still considered difficult terrain but not not too rough and there is a kind of perched up ledge with two decaying corpses of elves kind of leaned back like next to each other they have on like exo suits that seem extremely outdated um, and you can kind of tell because it's so damp and moist in here, that's probably what slowed down the decay process of these bodies. And they both are holding scrolls. One has a chest it's leaning against. And, um, yeah, and they're just, they're just kind of leaning against it. How high up are they? It's like the floor kind of comes up. So the water isn't touching that area. Um, it's probably like a foot. Well, that's ominous. Valen's going to walk right up to it. And uh, kind of investigate a little bit. Be careful, Valen. God only knows if that the, those bodies are set with traps or something. That's what I'm. That's what I'm kind of looking for. Torash will pull out his uh, sword hilt and just have it in his hand. Yeah, roll investigation, Valen. Uh, eighteen. You eighteen is definitely high enough. You notice that there is actually a crack in the cave wall behind them that could be possibly a secret compartment. And you also notice that these aren't, there's no traps necessarily at all that you can tell. Okay, so I'll just move the bodies. I'll kind of like set them, hold them, and set them aside. Okay. So you go to touch the body. Go ahead and roll medicine for me. Well, uh, Grant, I hope you got that whiskey because that was a nat one. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) You have no idea how these guys died. The minute you touch the body, you hear a rattled breath surround you and two ghosts rise up out of these dead bodies you see them in their old elvish form they probably looked like they were twins and they kind of look at you and they go finally someone to witness our unfinished business and I need everyone in that room to roll initiative fuck god Damn it, Valen. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Valen, we don't have magic weapons yet. We can't actually hurt the ghosts. <laughs> Valen rolled a 16. Grayson rolled a 14. Torash rolled an 11. We will have you describe what is your what is your character. So you notice that these guys are aggressive. They're kind of hissing at you. You can feel this rattled, cold breath around you, and they they're kind of leering and getting towards you. What do you do? Uh, Valen's going to jump back, and uh, you'll see him kind of jump, skip, and then his wings will push him back, almost like a, a jump, to kind of like float him upwards, and uh, he'll like land, uh, we'll say about 10 feet back further away from him, and be like, whoa, 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 we, you know, we don't want to, want any trouble, just trying to figure out what's going on here. Um, what's your names? Who are you? They look at each other and then kind of look forward at you and say, You're not worthy of knowing our names. And then 
Torash, Grayson, what do you guys do before we start the actual initiative? I'll pull my rifle out and back as far away as I can towards <laughs> the what looks like an exit on the other side of the room from these fucking ghosts. So your movement's halved because you're in difficult terrain. Yeah, so 15 feet to like right there. I'm about five feet from a wall and about five feet behind Valen. So I could still, you know, essentially shoot underneath Valen as he's in the air towards these ghosts. But um, Grayson's also kind of dealing with the fact that, like, what the fuck? There's ghosts? Ghosts are real? <laughs> this is not good? <laughs> Scary. Spoopy. Magic. I'm spooked. Um, Tarash will ignite his, at least just ignite his greatsword. Um, and... He's going to do the same thing and kind of move and follow Grayson. And um, as he's slow, as he's kind of slowly waiting his way back, he's just like, if you feel that we are, you, we are not worthy to know your names, then you are not worthy to know ours. As what the wingman said, we do not want to scuffle. We just simply want to know what is within these caves. Okay, so the three of you are poised. Now the instant the lights are went off, the whole cave illuminated, right? Because it was all dark before and you can really see through and get the ghostly vibes. So we have the three of you posed, ready to do something with these ghosts and we're gonna switch to the other group. Ooh, scary. But I'm so, I'm <laughs> so ready for this Bookie combat. Scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is gonna be like called the episode of Cliffhangers. Going back to our team that, uh, is on the coast having a nice little trip. Temple, your arm just fell off. And Pants is like, what the shit? And Six is looking down at a little yellowish-green wyvern that is talking in Grayson's voice to her. Oh, sorry about that, Temple. And he just walks over and, like, kind of stumbles to the side, but then, like, leans back and grabs the arm and clicks it back into his socket. And then he looks over at Six is like, are you okay? And Six is on her hands and knees at eye level with this imaginary baby fucking reptile and says, Grayson, who did this to you? Who turned you into this baby dragon? Are you in there? You did this by taking mushrooms, you dumbass. You think this is real? You think any of this is real? Look around you. Oh. Returning again to the breath. <laughs> Feel the direct sensation of the breath as it... Oh, thank you, Pants. That's much better. And he, he adjusts his shoulder. Uh, without the need to change your breath or control it, just feel. Pants, Six, how are you doing? Six is just hyperventilating. <laughs> I, can't, I can't feel my... I can feel my breath. Deep and slow breaths. But I don't like it. Guys, Grayson's a baby dragon. Oh, wow, Grayson's here? Where is he? He's a baby dragon. Oh, down there? Yes, Hi, right here. Baby. Hi, baby Grayson. There's nothing there for you, Pants, but this is cute. What What color? What color is he? Is he blue like me? No, he's green. It's my fault. Oh, I'm sure... I'm I turned him into a baby dragon. I'm sure it's not your fault, Six. You know, it could have been my fault. It could have been Temple's fault. It could have been Grayson's fault. It's 100% your fault, Six. 100%. As Pants is saying this, 
And Six looks up. Pants' head is just like swiveling around like a planet around a sun talking to Six. And I need both Six and Pants to roll D100s for me. I don't know, man. I'm freaking out. Pants rolled a 96. A 105. Wait, say 105. How can you get a 105 on a 100? <laughs> well, Lindsay's also on a trip. <laughs> what the fuck? Hold on. <laughs> okay. So six six rolled a five. Yeah, I rolled a five. Oh, five. Okay. <laughs> six roll a d6 now. I Six rolled a five out of a, a d6. So you look down six and your fur turns bright pink. Ooh. Everyone else actually also sees this too. This is an effect of the mushroom. And that's going to happen for five hours. Yes. Oh, shit. Whoa, 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 oh. six, six. You have disadvantage on stealth because you are so bright for the next five hours. Temple, temple, six, six, she's pink, she's pink. Babies, <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys, look how fabulous and beautiful I am. Oh my god. The little Grayson dragon, like, jumps and flies back two feet when that happens, like, oh no, shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> temple, is, temple, is this part of the meditation? How'd you turn her pink? How'd that happen? I'm as surprised as you are, Pants. I, I, I don't... Do we still have these mushrooms? Should we have tested these first? Oh. Hey, what the fuck is going on with Pants' head? Why are you <laughs> doing that? Pants rolled a 96, right? Yeah. Is it bad the higher it is? Is that what the, this is? <laughs> it's a D100 table. I don't think the little baby Pants could handle a 96 gone wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> Six is just stroking her beautiful pink fur. <laughs> hey, Six, could I could I have a clipping of your fur? I mean, that's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. Okay. <gasps> this is the most amazing one for Pants. Pants rolled a D6. Oh. Oh, no. Pants rolled a six. Okay, Pants, for the next six minutes, for some reason, whenever you try to talk, you actually end up singing. Fuck yes, I love it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Are you sure you want this? I mean, just speaking from Ellie. <laughs> I'm so sure. Yeah, I want this. <laughs> well, if you're pink or not, I, I suppose if your mind has wandered off the breath. If your mind has wandered off the breath. Yes. Good. Oh, that's pretty, Pants. Thanks. Notice where it went. The little Grayson dragon's head spins around at that and it's like, what the fuck? Hey, Six, can I have that fur now? I have a jar for it. Oh, my God. Why can't I, am I doing this? Yes, you can. <laughs> Temple, I'm really scared. These are dynamic mushrooms. I don't like the meditation we're doing. Oh, my God. I assure you, this has nothing to do with breathing exercises. <laughs> I love singing. The Grayson dragon flies up and lands on Six's shoulders and just kind of looks at her and says, Why are you singing? I like singing. That's not something you have to do. Why are you such a buzzkill? <laughs> and when you say buzzkill, I feel like your paw swipes and the dragon just disappears. Get out of here. Get out of here, baby Grayson dragon. But then you look at Temple, and Temple looks very small. Pants Temple looks really small to you, too. Oh, Temple. Like a mini Temple. Oh, baby. my gosh. Baby. You kind of hear his voice, like, goes up a couple of notches. Like, he got smaller. Let me see. When we simply sit and breathe, we activate the body's calming response. Like the waves of the ocean coming into the shore and rolling back out. 
six tries to pick him up. Yeah. He's my baby. It's still a normal temple. Baby. Come here, you little baby. Oh my gosh. Six, please, please stop. Bring your bring your breath back to your attention back to your breath. <laughs> Don't exert yourself. Temple, I no longer have need for breathing. I am beautiful. <laughs> All three of you roll perception. <laughs> <laughs> I have one with life. Roll perception, you said. Yeah, pants pants and six roll with disadvantage. Aww. Ow. You're high as balls. Get out of here. <laughs> Good thing Temple's there. Temple rolled a 22. Six rolled originally a 14 and then secondarily rolled a 10. So a 10 it is. Pants rolled an 18 and then a 10. So a 10. So Pants and Six are just vibing, and Temple looks over and notices the brush behind you has caught on fire, <laughs> and Infernogene is playing around in the brush, and just little fires are starting. But Temple, you can't move still, so you just see this happening. Uh-oh. Yeah. Hmm. Holy shit. Only you kids can prevent firefighters. Yeah, will he tell them and trip them out further, or will he try to find a solution? Oh, God. <laughs> if I can trip it out. Next time on Beach Party. Mm, yeah. Fucking tripping out. Oh, is he still appearing small? Because I will absolutely still do falsetto if I need to. Um, I think that they've, when Six tried to pull you, she realized like, oh, he's actually the same still. Wait, wait, Temple, don't you want to fit in my pocket? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. These are unusual breathing exercises, but I, I suppose they're still working. Six, I have one for you. This is a very special breathing exercise. Purse your lips and whistle as loud as you can. Pants does it too. (laughs) Uh, Temple glances over at the uh, brush fire puppy and uh, looks to see if the whistling is audible, I guess. Yeah, six is, you just see the six is like... Just little cat, cat, like, yeah, flat fur just <laughs> coming out over and over. And Pants is just like, his little slither tongue is coming out. He's like, <laughs> but yeah, in front of Jean's ears perk and she runs over and jumps in uh, Temple's lap. But the fire still continues to grow behind you. Hmm. Two of them are just going <laughs> to turn around and just see fucking just nothing but demons and devils dancing in the fire. Like, oh, God, they've returned. <laughs> oh. Uh, can I, with that perception, or maybe another one, see if there's any sort of vessel or something that I could maybe turn this into a walking exercise and maybe go to the beach and then up to the fire and put out the fire? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have, with that perception, you could definitely tell that this is small enough that you could put it out with, like, your water skin. Also, just just so you know, F- Fidget is still here, and Fidget will listen to all, oh, all right. of you guys. Oh, Okay. Oh, does Fidget turn into a legit shield? Like the legit object of a shield? No, he he produces one. Oh, like a field. Okay. I get, I get where you're going with that. I think it would still work. Uh, okay. Um, mm, oh, uh, that's, a, that's a lot of fire. Okay, mm, Fidget. Fire? Oh. Fire? Uh, the fire. fire? The, no, no, no. Pants? Rest. It's the fire of your soul. Oh, <laughs> pretty fire. It, ignited from the breathing. Yes. Uh, Fidget, uh, could you perhaps, uh, scoop some water from, from the bay in, onto 
he kind of gestures over their th- them and and you know turns off one of his light eyes to to sort of <laughs> wink and 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 uh, extinguish the fire of 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 their breathe of their soul <laughs> of of the the breathing exercise the um fidget could you <laughs> fidget goes okay and he like flaps over to the water so he flaps over to the water that's fine and then he his little shield comes up and he kind of like bucket pulls it <laughs> yeah. water into it kind of comes back and you see a little mechanical wink back at temple and then puts the water out so good job and we're gonna stop you guys there and switch back to the other group <laughs> oh my goodness oh amazing <laughs> I was hoping he was gonna dump the water on six and <laughs> I thought about it but then I was like no the intelligence level of fidget time they just so that. smart guys so smart probably smarter than me so smart he's so smart he's smart I have to boy. imagine a little wing little fist bump wing bump Ding. So the three of you are opposed, water is lapping at your shins, and these ghosts leer at you and hiss and kind of start swarming. Uh, Valen, you're up first with the ghost on deck. I would like to remind you that this is difficult terrain, so you can only move or fly 15 feet. I have you currently marked as 10 feet in the air. Nah, we could do that the right way. Okay, so you said there's a crack behind them, right? Behind the wall? Yeah. One of the bodies is holding a scroll, right? Yeah. I'm going to cast Mage Hand. Okay. And then I am going to have it grab the scroll to see if that affects anything at all and pull it toward me. As you pull it, it slips out of the ghost's hand. It actually goes through one of the ghosts. You grab it with your hand. So I do that and I bring it over to me. These ghosty folks don't seem to care or they're just, they're aggressive. They have unfinished business and are pissed that you're disturbing their sh- dead slumber. Um, yeah, so that, that's all. That's all I'm gonna do. One of the ghosts is up. Grayson, you're on deck. So the ghost, uh, it kind of, its head almost unnaturally fast goes to Valen when Valen puts his hand behind it, and <sighs> it kind of rushes forward, and it's going to try to do withering touch to you, Valen. Oh, Jesus. Does a 20 hit? <laughs> well, does it? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, so you're gonna take 18 necrotic damage. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. What does that damn. mean? What is what is necrotic damage? How's that different? Death um, damage. So different, different damage types. Yeah, are, are different. So this, it would kind of just its ghost finger would come out and touch. It kind of grazes across Valen's cheek, and right there black, like, inky lines start to sink into his skin. It's almost like decay oh. and death. Um, whereas, like, so, like, piercing damage is when, like, something's sharp, but the reason these things are important to say is because certain classes and features will actually let you have, resistance. like, I don't know if this is, yeah, exactly. Like, Torash is resistant to fire damage because of his dragonborn ancestry. Right. Do you have to heal them different? Like, different types of damage? No. Oh, okay. The only thing that's different is poison. Okay, yeah, gotcha. I think I knew that. Can I have a reaction to that? No. I have Hellish Rebuke. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so um, when that when when it, it touches me, like does it just touch me? <laughs> yeah, it just it's its fingers kind of grazed your stubble chin. I kind of push back, and you see the my left hand, uh, the stone 
glow really bright and starts to like kind of pulsate. And then um, you start to see out of my hand some just energy come around, and then it surrounds the creature, and then it just erupts in flames around him. Ooh, spooky. Uh, he rolled a 15 for a dexterity saving throw. He'll take half damage, which is nine, so nine half, that's four. Okay. <sighs> a rattled breath escapes. Yeah, Grayson, go ahead with Torash on deck. Grayson's gonna move, kind of strafe five feet to the right, and then at the ghost at the that's still at the far end of the cavern, um, Grayson's gonna shoot at it. Shoot at it. Get him. 19 to hit. That hits. Five piercing damage. It's odd because Grayson's has his space rifle with like this like bolt of energy that comes out. And it kind of hits the ghost and it absorbs it. The ghost absorbs it. But it, you can still like see it like act like it's in pain. So he now knows that his weapons will actually affect these ghost like creatures. So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> so anyways, I started blasting. <laughs> exactly. Grayson, are you going to do anything else? No. Torash, you're up with a ghost boy on deck. Okay. Um, what I have seen or really known that when Grayson shot the ghost at, um, that I would that it would have actually taken damage and not have to worry about like magical, like magical weapons and shit. Yeah, you would you would probably have seen the, the ghost react because I think it like ah! as it was like hit sort of a thing. So you definitely would have noticed. Okay, seeing that, I think what Torash will do is saber blast him. So Torash will will run with the fifteen feet that he has. He'll run fifteen feet straight forward, kind of put himself between more or less. Like, off to the side, but in between the two ghosts, because the one that's directly in front of Valen, and then the one that's ten feet behind him against the wall. And he's going to run forward. Ah, fuck it. Um, as he's running, he's going to go into his rage, uh, his last rage for the day, and he's going to attack the ghost on the far wall with his greatsword. It's a little discombobulating for everyone, because the light source all of a sudden moves. And it, it's like reflecting on the water and then also on the cave walls. And you just hear Torash's snarl as he goes into rage. Fuck me, dude. Oh, that was a seven. Oh, I thought it was a one. <laughs> uh, does a 13 hit. Get him. It does. So your greatsword just penetrates <laughs> this uh, ghost ghosty body. Uh, hits him with nine slashing damage. Yeah, fuck it. Slash him. Yeah, you hear again as this ghost and... Yeah, Ellie loves when I make that noise. <laughs> I hate that sound. <laughs> She's so it's very bad good. It. it works perfectly for the ghost. Yeah, thank you. And um, and yeah, and actually the ghost looks like it almost is less corporeal. Like it almost seems like it's fading away, but it's still holding on snarling at you. And then that ghost is actually up now with Valen on deck. Oh boy. So you stab this ghost and it, it fades a little bit. It becomes more translucent. And it's looking down at the light sword in its chest, but dead eye sockets raised to meet your gaze. And a rotting hand reaches out, grabs the sword, and pulls it deeper into its chest to get closer to you, while the other hand swings around and grabs your chest. I need you to roll charisma saving throw to not be possessed. Oh no, Torash. <laughs> oh God. Uh oh. Fuck. 
Torash rolled a seven. Oh no! Whoopsie doodle. So, Valen, Grayson, you look and see this ghost snarling, and it gets face to face with Torash, and then kind of goes into his body, and you see Torash's back arches, his scales kind of like puffing out, and oh shit, he kind of just looks and grins and turns to you. And I'll kind of read what this does for everyone who's listening. So the ghost now controls Torash's body, but doesn't deprive the target of awareness. So Torash is still completely aware of everything going on. Awesome. The ghost can't be targeted by any attack, spell, or effect. It would just hit Torash, except ones that turn turn undead. That's so cool. No, it's not, Ellie. Sorry. (laughs) I'm currently possessed by a ghost right now. (laughs) The ghost is not gaining any of Torash's knowledge, class features, or proficiencies. So it's still the ghost, like, rolling. It's not Torash. And then the the possession lasts until either he drops to zero hit points or the ghost ends the possession on a bonus action. Or if the ghost is forced out. It can be, yeah. So he can be forced out with a spell like Dispel Evil or, you know, a good spell. And when the possession ends, the ghost reappears with an unoccupied space within five feet of the body. So does it still, does it have control over his rage? And um, does it count that he's still... It's the same stats as the ghost, right? No, it'll, it'll use, it'll use the physical stats of Torash, but it doesn't get his class features. What about his exhaustion? Does that count since it's physical? Yeah, but exhaustion only counts on skill checks. And I doubt, I doubt this ghost really gives a shit, but. Thanks for answering all my questions. (laughs) But so long, long story short, I pretty much, I pretty much just wasted a rage. So you see uh, the ghost kind of, like I said, rush into his body, and then you see Toresh turn around. His eyes, which are normally an, a beautiful emerald green, are now this icy blue Ooh. of what the ghost was, and he smiles at you, burying his really long canines. White Walker. And we're going to go ahead and switch to the Aww. other group. I was so ready. So engaging. <laughs> Toresh didn't wake up this morning and think he was going to get possessed, guys. No, I did not. <laughs> I don't think anyone wakes up in the morning thinking you're going to get possessed. Inferno Jones just plopped into your lap temple as you and Fidget successfully avoided a crisis. And both Pants and Six feel the fire of their souls. Pants is like singing, down to Kokomo. <laughs> like, just like sitting cross-legged, just like. But it's been six minutes, Pants, so you no longer have to sing. But if Pants just keeps rolling with it, that's fine, too. Um, and for this part of your trip... Let's have both of you roll a D100 again. Kumbaya, my lord. <laughs> oh, 105 again. <laughs> what is 105? <laughs> it keeps coming up. Pants rolls a 10. That's amazing. 27. <laughs> I love this table. Okay, so Pants, um, you're really feeling the groove. You've been singing to yourself. You're kind of dancing, swishing your little blue tail. And you hiccup. <coughs> and... A magic missile comes out of your mouth. What the fuck? Yes! Oh, no. And you can vomit magic missiles as a first-level spell once for the next 24 hours. Okay, okay, okay. Voluntarily, or...? I think he realized that he can do that just now. Okay, okay, okay. So it is is intentional? Yes. Okay, it's not going to be just, like, random missile hiccups. Okay. (laughs) Sweet. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) I should have probably... I should have made it that way. (laughs) (laughs) So, so pants... Pants hiccups this little missile. How far do they go? Are they just like little fireworks or like? It's like a wizard go-to wizard spell. It's wizard yeah. time, guys. Magic it's, wizard time. it's wizard time. Wizard time. 
I feel like the guidance of this meditation has been lacking. <laughs> You're doing great, Temple. Don't be so hard on yourself. He hiccups and a missile comes out of his mouth and it just kind of like does a little like loop-de-loop-loop loop and then like lands into the sand. He's like, "Woo! Oh. Oh. Did you guys just see that? Did you see what just what came out of my mouth? What the was that? Wasn't that, that came out of your mouth? I did see that. Let's see, let's see, let's see if I can do... I'm concerned. Let's see if I can do another one. Okay, ready? Ready? Uh, temple, go long, go long, go long, Temple. I, I'm not. I'm going to sit here. I'm not going to try to catch your magic missile. Okay, 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 six, go long, go I long. think he'll... Ex- well, I think we'll explode if we okay, catch Okay, Go long, go long, but, you know, put your shield uh, up because these guys have a point. So, go long. <laughs> Fidget flies out. And he hiccups and a missile protrudes from his uh, mouth and goes and target locked onto Fidget. Ridiculous. What do I imagine? Like hiccuping and then like a big ass nuke just comes out of his mouth. <laughs> An actual missile. Yeah. Over, yeah. Like oversized <laughs> missile. Just. <laughs> Is that now the one use in 24 hours that Pants gets just using it to shoot at. <laughs> Fidget. We got a whole D100 table, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do I really just have this ability now? You, you could use it once. You could have it once for the next 24 hours and you just used it. Oh, you oh, just used oh. It. Okay. That's totally fine. Yeah. Pants should not have that ability anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's probably safer that you just used it. It just, a shield comes up and it just like hits it. Um, and Fidget just goes, and then kind of flutters back to you. And then six rolled a 27. Am I still pink and gorgeous? You are. You are for four hours. Oh, man. Pants, could you please put my back plate back on if you're done with your repairs? Oh, that I know, I'm not really sure what that is. I'll, I'll find it later, buddy. Don't oh, worry. God. You're fine. You know. You're looking okay. good. Looking Inferno good. Je- Inferno Jean's using it as a surfboard, a water surfboard. Oh, look at Inferno um. Jones. Look at her go. She loves that thing. It's just fine. <laughs> look at her go. So six, as you look, uh, up you actually your vision kind of goes out in and out and you're seen through inferno jones's eyes excuse me what the fuck yep and all of the colors inferno jones sees are kind of a a brighter she sees reds prominently so everything that's like red all the blues and greens are kind of muted and yeah you can't see through your own eyes you can just see through hers for 10 minutes oh i don't like this I don't like this one bit. I think I'm seeing what the baby hellhound puppy sees. You see yourself as oh. she looks at you. Oh. And you see yourself bright pink. Oh. Oh. I look fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I am beautiful. <laughs> so are you are you still in control of your body or are you Yeah. Okay, but your vision is just separate from your your body. Interesting. What is that like, Six? I don't like it. You don't like it. Ugh, can I make this go away? To be clear, Pants pushed the button, but it was like the arm release button. He put the arm back on, so I'm not actually immobilized, right? Like, there's no... No, you're not. Yeah, okay, so I... Yeah, I think Pants is going to stand up, uh, walk over to the puppy while kind of keeping an eye on Six and kind of waving. Is this... So you're you're experiencing sapience from another point. What is that like? Oh, Temple's so into this. (laughs) It's like I'm 
blind, but she's my eyes. Man. I'm amazed that you're still standing. I don't like it. Do you want to sit down? Yes. Okay, why don't you sit down? Sit back in the, the meditative pose. I won't make you do more <laughs> breathing, but... But then she starts dancing. That's beautiful. Pants, where, where'd you go? Ha! 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 I'm trying to... Ha! I'm trying to make the ha muscles come back. I really like this ha ability. <laughs> These are magical mushrooms. Um, in Inferno Jones, can I have my backplate back, please? Okay, he bends down and, and looks at his own back. Um, kind of an unfamiliar sight. Um, walks over to pants. Can, can you please put this back on? I'm feeling naked. Oh, oh yeah, okay. And he grabs it. <laughs> also, who is who is Slagus? You mentioned Slagus earlier. You don't know who Slagus is? Never met him or her. Oh, well, he's great. He practically raised me, but you know, that's probably a story for another time because I have some pent up emotions about that, but it's fine. It's okay. fine. He's your daddy? No. He is not my daddy. Wow. Who's your daddy, Pete? <laughs> Sounds like it might be. <laughs> Pants, while you're having this combo roll performance to see if you put the back plate on right. Oh, great. Listen, Pants, I don't like talking about my daddy either. Oh, so we have that in common. That's great. Aw. Uh-oh. Oh, bonding through trauma. <laughs> Pants rolls Bonding four. through trauma. Bonding yeah, through uh, trauma. Pants, Pants puts it on wrong. It's upside down. So, like, the bigger part is towards the end. So, pa- so Temple now looks like he has a little flare in the back, and then the the smaller part is up between the shoulder blades. You can see some wires. Hmm. That's good enough for now. Thank you, Pants. Hmm. Okay. So magical effects that are unpredictable. You are seeing through other beings' eyes. You're pink. Do we do we have any of these mushrooms left? Would you like some? Um, I'll take them from you, yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to take them from you. I'll hang on to these. But she can't see you, so she can't. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to stand between uh, Inferno Jones and Six, and then I'm going to try to sleight of hand them so that she has hopefully disadvantage in stopping me from taking these shrooms from her. <laughs> yeah. If you want to try to grab them back, Six, do... uh. Dexterity saving with disadvantage. That's amazing. And then Temple just slide a hand. Damn, that's an eight. I think because his back plates on wrong, his arms are all like. Oh, 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 oh seven. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> it was a natural run. Drink up, Grant. Dang, but you have a plus six dexterity. I bet this was like a just like a clumsy slapping fight. Trying to- <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a cat. She's like looking through Inferno Jones's eyes. And in front of Jones is staring at a bird that's flying by. <laughs> and so Six, like, hand gropes to get the mushrooms back with Mrs. And right then, I think Six, you slip because it's a natural one. You fall forward on your face. But when you look up and blink getting sanitized, your vision's back to Yay. yours. Yay. Temple moves over to Pants. Pants, Pants, do you have any of those mushrooms left? I'll take those from you. I just have the poison and light ones, Temple. I'm not that irresponsible. No, I want to hold on to them so that Tarawin can examine them later. Oh, no, I I will do that just fine. You just, okay. you know, I'll keep them. It's fine. I don't have any more of these cool blue fun ones, so it's fine. Yeah, those are the ones I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Guys, Sand Angel. <gasps> Woo! <laughs> Me too! <laughs> that looks pretty fun. I'm going to do that too. 
Sand angel. Oh, all three of you make sand angels. That's so cute. And then in front of Jean starts rolling. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Let's run into the ocean. I'll run up to the ocean. Ready? Hold my hand, pants. Hold Yay! Hand, pants. Let's go. Here we go. Beach party. Beach party. Beach party. And Six Beach like, party. is running, but like pants can't keep up, so he's like flapping behind her because he's only like two feet tall. Are you still wearing your floaties, pants? Oh, fuck yes. Oh, okay. Cool. My floaties. edible floaties. <laughs> Bitchin'. Yeah, you guys splash around. It's beautiful. And in front of Jones kind of stands at the edge. I don't think she wants to get in the water, but she she's happy. She's barking, wagging her tail, and Fidget's kind of spinning around you, glinting on the sun. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, I think. Temple, uh, Inferna, and and uh, um, Fidget are probably just hanging out on a rock by the by the waterline, and uh, Tem- Temple's keeping like hawk eyes on the two to make sure that they don't fucking drown. <laughs> I want to roll more. Yeah. What else happened? Give us more shit. <laughs> you're playing. You're playing in the water. I think some time goes by a little bit. Like you found like your comfy high space, and you at that moment coming from the caves here. Oh, fuck. I don't like that. Whoa. And you're both really high and like, was that real or not? But Temple also heard that. Your heads all snap over to there. And we're going to say that an hour has passed. So Six has one more hour of being high. Pants has three more hours of being high. Oh, Uh-oh. God. <laughs> and now we're going to switch back to the other group. And this will be the last playthrough moment. We're back at the other group. Torash just looked half possessed, or full possessed, at the group uh, with his rage voice. And we have Balance up with Ghost on deck. I will draw out my Sapphire Trident. Uh, what that does is uh, Trident has three striped Sapphires on its points. Once per day, the wielder can use it to be engulfed in a water elemental. So I'm so it says I'm being engulfed by this elemental, right? I pull it out, and once my hand touches it, you kind of start to see just like this water, venom-like and symbiotic, but it's clear, and it just starts to kind of take over my body and engulfs me. That sick, cool, that's awesome. So um, I am going to kind of grab it and strike downwards at the creature from above, and then fall. I come down and land toward it to kind of. To really kind of just see if I can just hit it and uh, stab the shit out of it. Roll to hit. Um, it's just a plus one. Um, I rolled a seven. Uh-huh. I just got a flat roll. Seven plus one is an eight. Eight. Yeah. Welcome to math by the Dungeon Boys. <laughs> <laughs> you come, you come down, and it, I think it's a frightened of you, a little bit. Like not like truly the frightened version of D anD D, but it's its eyes kind of widen and it hit hit hisses as it steps back. You come down and you miss it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that'll be it. Okay, you come down and splash and look up, and it's that ghost turn, and its arms come up. You see its fingers elongating like claws, and it's about to swipe at you when you all hear... One ghost looks. Torash's head also whips to the side, and then that ghost disappears, and Torash falls to the ground, splash like in the two feet of water, and then... As he gets up and his eyes are back to his normal green and both the ghosts disappeared. What the fuck just happened? What what in the hell was that? Uh out of the frying pan into the fire is what's happening. Oh god. Do we do we know what that sound was? 
That's a dragon. That's 100% a dragon. All right. Um, well, shit. Trust me, I also know what dragons sound like, and me being half dragon, I don't want to fucking be here right now, so we need to get the fuck out of here. Do we know what direction the roar came from? Or is it just echoing in the caves? It's just echoing. Great. Um, well, Grayson is going to run up to the chest really fast and see if he can open it, see what's in the chest. Grayson splashes through the water as he hears this roar. And the chest opens pretty easily. You do have to kind of move the dead body off of it. You hear <laughs> as it like slides off. It's pretty gross. Inside the chest is two potions of healing and a pouch with 37 gold. Um, can I loot the bodies and then check the wall? Yeah. So you look at the bodies, roll investigation with advantage because you saw their ghost forms and got a really good look at them. First one was a 14. So that's 15 plus. Uh, two, which is, uh, 17. Yes. Yeah, you, um, noticed that they're wearing leather armor. Um, it's not salvageable because it's been rotting. And they each have a short sword on their hip. And that's, that's about it. There's nothing really else on them. Um, it was just that scroll in the hand and then what he found in the chest. Okay. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and, um, holster sword. I'm going to put my trident away so that you'll see the water elemental disappear. What do you think we should do? Keep moving. There's a dragon somewhere in here. A, we should present ourselves to make it seem like we're not sneaking around its home. Or B, try to avoid it at all costs. But either way, we can't just stay here. Is Tarash's light sword still on? Yeah, I'd, I'd still have it on because I'm, I'm still kind of like recuperating from being fucking possessed. Uh, first things first, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do this real quick. I'm going to pull the scroll out open it. Like, Tarash, can I get some light over here? Sure. So I walk over to him and I just kind of... Hold it close to him, and just so he can read. I look at the scroll. What does it say, God? <laughs> Nothing. It's blank. <laughs> I don't trust it. <laughs> it appears blank to you. Okay, so I am going to. I'm gonna uh, cast uh, detect magic. So the the scroll actually does not light up. But what happens is from the area that you haven't explored yet, the water underneath glows green just around the corner within 30 feet and then it kind of uh, unpulses and no- nothing else really glowed at all all right um so i'll let them know i'm like all right um there's some magic in this cave um if we kind of go toward that entrance we might, might be able to find something uh really quick also dm is valen still looking injured yeah definitely valen is valen is injured but y- yeah it took 18 points in necrotic damage right yeah that's pretty fucking hurting me <laughs> yeah He's looking, he's looking pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Grayson will say, before we move on, Valen, come here. All right, I'll walk over. Uh, and Grayson just, like, puts a hand on your chest and casts Cure Wounds. Uh, so you heal. Wow, that was fucking awful. I'm so sorry. I'll toss, I just found two potions of healing, and then, so I, I do that. I cast Cure Wounds, and then from my pack i pull out a potion of healing and push it into valen's hand and say drink this too and let's get a move on it's it's a little old and sludgy but it, it definitely works yeah awesome that'll help out a lot all right cool yummy <sighs> yummy 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 in my tummy juicy goo juicy goo. just a bunch of the gushers filling yeah that's like exactly what it is 100 percent. gushers goo just pop right in my mouth you all head out. Grayson, I feel like, probably still has his rifle out. And he, this time, kind of toes it 
and this this cavern opens up and it also has a very deep deep pool like that, that goes a lot deeper so you will have to swim across it just leads to another cavern there's nothing really you see more of the claw marks around on the walls but there's nothing in here that you've noticed but this is this is where the glow is coming from yeah this is um so what my magic is telling me it's telling me that there's uh, something on the floor in this area let's go for a swim so we start to investigate it's like, can I look down before we swim? Can I use if I stick my light, I mean my lightsaber into the water, will it extinguish? Yeah, it's like energy, so I, I don't think so. Um, but you wouldn't necessarily be able to see. This is a pretty deep thing. Okay. Well, I was just gonna, I was just gonna see if I can just look down and see if there's anything down there with it. So, but yeah, all of you roll perception. Um, Torash normally be disadvantaged because of your exhaustion because you're using the light sword. I'll go ahead and give that to you as a straight roll. God damn. Yeah, what's up? What? Your perceptions run out, Grayson. <laughs> no, I'll roll the dirty 20. Your mom's a dirty 20. Dirty boys. <laughs> Grayson rolled a 10. Taurus rolled a 7. Valen, you notice that there are two chests at the very bottom. It is about 40 feet down in the water. Well, there's two chests down there. Uh, there might be something in there uh, worth grabbing if we're going to be interacting with a dragon that might help us. We want to just dive down real quick and try to we dive down, God, explore the chest. So you pull, do you try to pull the chest up or do you just try to open it? Open it. Try to open it. Okay, you open it. A bubble comes out. Bloop, 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 bloop. Um, and they're full of books and scrolls. Sick. We just fucked up these books and scrolls. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, uh, <laughs> With what you guys had grabbed before, you notice that the emblem of the Harper's Guild is stamped <gasps> on some of these books. Oh. I, 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 try, I try to grab some books that might be, that have the stamps on them, like whatever I can, like one or two books. Yeah, same. Okay. Just a armful of shit. And then Mermaid kicked my way back up to the surface. Armful of books. Yeah. Yeah, I have I have my arms full too, but I'm actually using my wings like a stingray to propel me huh. underwater. Oh, cool. Yeah, so you guys break the surface. <gasps> Take a deep breath, and um, you got some books. Yay. Cool. We got some wet books. Wet books. Yeah, wet books. All right, cool. So we pack them away, and <laughs> how many books do we have? I'd say you each grabbed two. Cool. I have in my inventory two unknown books. I don't think you guys haven't looked at the. You haven't looked at the other hyper book that you found in the other dungeon either. That's true. I still have that. Was there only one chest or was there two? There was two. Did we go through both or did we just go through one? I thought we opened both. Yeah, both of them had the same thing. They were both full of like knowledge. Oh, okay. The real treasure. The real treasure, kids. Cool. So we um is it so is it like a um is it just like an open area so then we have to swim across anyway? Yeah, it's like a big pool, except on the other side now, if you swim across, it's dry. So before you've always been in difficult terrain, you were no longer in difficult terrain. As you kind of pull yourself up, it's like getting out of a pool and it's dry. Cool. We, um, so, I mean, I would imagine we would just swim in, swim across that way since we're in the water. Yeah, so you swim across and you kind of enter this new chamber and there's a glow. And you look over in the corner, I feel like you're all shaking your the water off, you know? shaking it out of your hair, off your scales or your wings, and you kind of look forward and you notice that there's some broken rock pieces and there's a slight pulsing glow from a mechanical, it almost looks like a pot, like an escape pod or a cryo sleep chamber. Oh. And as you get closer and you look in, 
you see a human is arms folded across his chest and he is in he's asleep in this cryo chamber <gasps> and there's just a human in there what the fuck? Uh, so are there markings that indicate anything that um it would be tied to uh the government and all that stuff roll history Torash, it's like a little Dutch oven. Just light it up and just cook them from the inside. No. <laughs> and that's when we didn't have a guest star anymore. What if it's Han Solo? Sorry, Tanner. We ate you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tanner. Sorry. Uh, we ended up blowing you up. We created sorry, another Tanner. friend. Grayson killed you. Valen rolled an 11. Uh, Grayson rolled a 9. Natural 1. Let's go. A great way to end the episode. Yeah, so you guys um, all look. You don't know notice any of these symbols. You don't understand really any of it. The only thing that slightly comes to um, Grayson is that the armor he is wearing is the same of the that you've studied of the Dragon Riders of old. And yes, there's a small latch on the side that if you touched it, you'd probably turn him off of cryosleep and pull him out of it. Grayson opens it. And then Valen takes a step back and pulls out his pistol. <laughs> <laughs> you click this uh, latch, Grayson, probably super interested, and the eyes open. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end Ooh, this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Great. The question is, who will the team find inside that cryosleep chamber? As always, we really appreciate you listening and supporting our show. Uh, If you want to go the extra mile for us, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, and just recommend it out to those you think who'd enjoy it. If you want some extra goodies and loot, please feel free to check out our Patreon and see what we're giving away on those tiers and follow us on social media. Cheers to your next D&D campaign and to the next episode. We'll see you then.